Hello, and welcome to the Laverne Church of Christ podcast, and thank you for joining us. You can find us at 244 Old Nashville Highway, Laverne, Tennessee, 37086. We hope that any time you are in the area, you will stop by and join us for worship. Our Sunday morning worship is at 9 a.m., with Bible classes following. Our Sunday evening worship is at 6 p.m., and we also have a Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, before I start, I want to say thank you to the elders and Brother Sean for giving me this opportunity to come up here and speak to everybody. And uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and start by reading from The Tortoise and the Hare. A hare was making fun of the tortoise one day for being so slow. Do you ever get anywhere? He asked with a mocking laugh. Yes, replied the tortoise, and I get there sooner than you think. I'll run you a race and prove it. The hare was amused at the idea of running a race with the tortoise, but for the fun of the thing, he agreed. So the fox, who had consented to the act as a judge, marked the distance and started the runners off. The hare was soon far out of sight, and to make the tortoise feel deeply ridiculous how it was for him to race with a hare, he laid down beside the course to take a nap until the tortoise should catch up. The hare was complacent, which is a feeling of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. And as everyone else in this room should know, he lost his race to the tortoise. We're all in a race like this one. It is a race towards God, and the finish line is our home in heaven. I've been blessed to be raised in a household with roots embedded in Christ. It's kind of like having a head start. For the past 16 years, I've woken up, got undressed, and I go to church. Over time, it almost kind of ends up being mindless, like clocking into a job. We sing hymns, listen to a sermon, and speak to a few people, then clock back out again. And while it's good to have a routine in place, so you're not worrying about when to leave the house or what clothes you're going to wear, one thing that should never become part of that routine is a mindset of complacency. In Revelations 3.16, it states, So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I'll commit you out of my mouth, vomit you out of my mouth. In the race to God, some people are springing towards God, others are in the opposite direction, running the other way, and some sit in no place, moving nowhere. The Lord is not happy with us becoming complacent, because we are no use to the Lord if we sit around and do nothing, if we don't bring people to him, or at very least strengthen our connection with him. Complacency is dangerous, and it can tear down the strongest foundations of even the strongest churches, which is why it's important to prevent ourselves from becoming complacent. So how do we keep ourselves from becoming complacent? Firstly, we need to give ourselves goals. In Luke 14, 28, it says, For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? Like in a race, you pace yourself so you make it to the end. In the race toward God, we need to have goals set to ensure we're always running towards the finish line. These goals can be short-term or long-term. All that matters is that you have a goal. Because without one, you lose your pace, become complacent, and you stop. Secondly, we have self-reflection. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you, not, do you know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless, indeed, you are disqualified. Just taking a moment in your life to see where you struggle most is another way to fight against complacency. In a race, you might be, might be running too fast, and can burn yourself out before the finish line. 
or too slow and you end up losing. Or maybe you've been running in the wrong direction without noticing. None of us are perfect. And there's always something to improve on. By striving to improve yourself, you run towards God. And finally, we have always being aware of who your enemy is. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We can never forget who our enemy is. The devil is always scheming and waiting for when we are the weakest to attack us. While running the race, he puts obstacles in our paths to knock us over or to make us turn around and give up. By staying vigilant and actively fighting against his temptations, we keep ourselves strong in our faith so when these obstacles come, we can push through and finish the race. The hare lost his race because he became complacent with the progress he made. No matter how far you've come in your race of life, never let up and let the devil seep into your mind. In the end, it doesn't matter how you ran the race, but you finished and reached God. This race isn't like track and field. It's more like a marathon where all people have the opportunity to win by finishing the race. So while you're running or walking along in this marathon, if you see a hare sleeping or unwilling to move, pick them up and carry them with you. And if you see someone running in the wrong direction, point them in the correct way and guide them towards the finish line. Amen. This, marathon, this marathon wasn't designed for only one person to win, but for everyone to have a chance. So when we reach that finish line, we should not get there alone, but with others that we are guiding along with us. So that when we reach heaven together, we will all have something to, so that way we'll all be able to reach heaven together. I hope you find that this lesson speaks to you in some way and that you use it in your lives. Thank you. Amen. Good evening. Uh, Tiger's lesson was all right. I'll make sure it'd be better. <laughs> I will start off my lesson by uh, asking you a couple questions. Do you study the Bible with your children? Do you respect your parents and give them the love they deserve? My lesson today will be on respecting parents and adults. And for you parents, oh, my lesson today will be respecting your parents and adults. And for you parents, why it's important to teach and raise your children in the Bible. I got inspiration from this how I, from, some, from, some, from how I act sometimes with my parents and don't always give my parents the best respect. And when, and when studying, this lesson on, studying this lesson, I realize that parents teaching their children the word of God go well with each other. We will start our lesson by turning to Exodus 20:12, which says, on your father and your mother, so that you may live long in, this, in the land the Lord your God has given you. What this verse is saying is that we must love, love them and respect them because most of the time they know what's best for you. Amen. Even if you think you're right, you should talk to them instead of just doing what you want. If you, don't, if you get caught doing something wrong, they have every right to discipline you. According to, according to Proverbs 23, 13, do not withhold discipline from, from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Anyone who's gotten hit by a belt, a stick, or a wind spoon knows this verse is true. And I know all too well how bad it hurts. 
when I was growing up, um, but it helps with your spiritual growth. And I'm thankful for all those times my parents punished me, no matter how bad it hurts. When I was in fourth grade, I wasn't doing so well in school. I couldn't get my grades up, and there was an assignment that my brother finished before me in class. And my smart self decided to take the, to take the homework and copy it. But what I didn't do was put it back in the binder and leave it there for him to find it. So my parents quickly found out and questioned me if I, uh, if I uh, did it, if I took it. Um, I lied about it, and they uh, put me out of the house and left me out there until I told them the truth. <laughs> that was one of the worst experiences that I've had to, to today, but it, probably, it taught me a very important lesson to never steal again. Now parents, it's time to talk about why it's important to raise your kids right. Proverbs 22, six says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Parents, you must understand the importance of teaching your kids and the Bible in the Bible. Just having a Bible study with them every day, this can help your kids' spiritual growth in the future. Now if you would turn to Ephesians 6, 4, it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instructions of the Lord. This verse says that parents must not purposely make their children angry. For this, for this reason, the reason for punishing your for your children is to teach them right from wrong and to help them develop into faithful Christian men and women. Amen. Make sure you're doing it out of love for your child and make sure you tell them why you're punishing them so that your child understands why you, why you had to discipline them. If you don't do this, you could cause your child to start drifting away from the church or your child to start hating you. Children make mistakes, parents make mistakes, everyone makes mistakes. But what we must understand is that we must forgive each other after, the, after we make those mistakes. Amen. Romans three twenty three says that for all have sinned and all fall short of God. Some of you may know this already, but my dad, my dad had a Jeep. It was his first new car that he bought for himself. He really loved that Jeep, and he had it for over 20 years. But he decided to give it to my brother. My brother was so excited that he, to get this Jeep. My brother and my dad uh, uh, worked on it uh, and fixed it up. When my brother finally Got, took it out and had some practice. He drove for the second time. He drove it, cha he, he drove it when he what, while he was changing the station, he hit a mailbox. He was devastated and scared to think of what our fire would do to him after he found out. He thought that our dad would kill him, but he forgave him even after what he did. So remember, Obey your parents and adults in your life. Parents, teach the, teach the children, teach your children the word of God. And if they mess up, still love them and forgive them. Thank you for your time. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to this message from God's Word. If you have any questions, please email them to us at office at lavernecoc.org. Once again, we thank you for listening, and we hope you have a blessed day.